0: God was showing me the ground of relentless and repentance, how you can have the spirit of relentless and the flesh of repentance. Hey girl, welcome to the She Believe He Could podcast, a declaration encouraging women to believe again. Hebrews 11 says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So join me, your host, as I open up about my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. Let's start the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the She Believe He Could podcast. I am your host, Kiana. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I just want to say hello to all of the new listeners. Uh, the last two episodes completely was knocked out of the park. All glory be to God for just moving in the way that only I know he can. And so I just want to say, hello, how are you? Be sure that you're following. She believe he could over on Instagram. I am on Facebook as well. And I am now on clubhouse app. You can find me at trust the process on the clubhouse app. And let me tell you, today is day five. Um, since I've been on the app and it has been so life giving and so um, the soul is so rich in the ground of some of those rooms, the anointing that are on uh, those rooms, the oil that is flowing in those rooms. Only God knew where I needed to be. When I needed to be there. Okay. So I just want to say, be sure that you're following, um, on all platforms. Uh, the podcast goes up weekly, but I am definitely on Instagram. I love to share worship. I love to just share encouraging words, motivational words. Um, so be sure that you're doing all of those things. And lastly, don't forget to rate and review the podcast what I discovered is that when you write and review the podcast, it kind of pushes uh, the podcast into a flow of where other people who don't know she believe he could even exist, it'll just come up on one of their like search results, basically. So the podcast will sh- populate as something that could possibly interest them. So be sure that you're writing and reviewing the podcast. Also, I am Doing a shout out Sundays hashtag over on Instagram. I want to show love and just say thank you for writing and reviewing the show. So be sure that you're doing that. We got a lot going on. But most importantly, I am back this week to talk about last Saturday. So last Saturday, I was a guest speaker at a virtual vision board party. So shout out to the stationary muse also known as Tatiana Muse, for hosting her very first vision board party. I was one of the guest speakers and we were really talking about cultivating our ground for purpose as we all plan for the year 2021 and making our vision boards and making it plain and making it very clear as to what we are looking to accomplish in this new year. And something I said that really stuck with me even after Saturday and the following days, um, I remember telling the women that when you're planting those seeds of promise, sometimes you have to keep going back to the ground and planting more seeds and more seeds of promise and keep planting those seeds of promise until it makes sense, until God's will is being done, until you're reassured in your heart, until your heart is affirmed that God will be done. His will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so that reminded me of Matthew chapter 26, when it says Jesus was agonized in the garden. I love this story in particular because it just shows the humanity of Jesus Christ. Yes, he was spirit and he was the son of God, but he was human. He felt emotion. He breathed life. He um, experienced suffering and pain and struggles that we, too, are now experiencing in today's life. And so as I was telling the women, sometimes you have to go back and go back. I was reminded when Jesus was in the garden, he went to pray not one time for an hour, Or not two times, but he went back three times. And so God was just really stirring my spirit in regards to what this looks like when we're being agonized. You know, our mental capacity is overloaded. Our our emotional state is exhausted. God was showing me the ground of relentless and repentance. How you can have the spirit of relentless and the flesh of repentance. Some of the words for relentless is persistent, constant, strength, intensity, determined, no signs of slack, tenacious. And then on the other hand, you have repentance, which is misdeeds, shortcomings, remorse, guilt, regrets, shame, sadness, sorrow you know there and verses uh looks like verse 41 it says for the spirit is willing but the body is weak and i love that god highlighted the humanity of jesus christ that it wasn't that he was rebelling against god and he was second guessing god's plan but he wanted to be reassured that no matter what was to come that he still had his yes and so how many of us can really give god our yes And still be able to say, God, I want your will to be done, even if it it causes me pain and great grief. How many of us can really tell God, I am still going to give you my yes, despite what it looks like? So the question today is, what does it take to be able to say, I want your will to be done? And I got three points here because not only was God showing me the humanity side of Jesus, which is the repentance side, because sometimes we are very regretful. Sometimes we do have guilt, shame, sadness, and we we have those shortcomings. But because we are spirit, we have relentless, we have intensity, we have strength, no signs of slack because of spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So the ground of relentless and repentance will require us to ask ourselves, what what does it take to be able to say, God, I want your will to be done? Because temptation comes when we are most vulnerable. You have to know this. Temptation comes when we are most vulnerable. In my last episode, we talked about the devil is in the details and we talked about the struggles and we talked about the slip ups and we talked about um, the shortcomings and just um, the uncertainty of what a situation can look like when you're trying to walk into purpose, when you are believing in God for his plan that are going to provide you future and hope. Right. But temptation comes when we are vulnerable, when you are believing in God with everything in you and something goes left, you're vulnerable in that very moment because of it didn't look like what you thought it could look like. And so keeping our eyes fixed on God and keeping our eyes fixed on his plans. If that makes us vulnerable, then I must be very vulnerable and I want to say this, too, that being vulnerable in the spirit isn't a bad thing. If anything, it gives God the opportunity to come in and fill you up and strengthen you where you're weak. You know, the Bible says for where we are weak, he is strong. So don't feel like you have to go to God in such toughness and this strength that you got it all together because you don't. So. When you're telling God, I want your will to be done, you have to really give God a belief that I trust you, Lord. You know, no matter what this look like, I trust you. You have to keep going to God in prayer. Really know that God needs to hear from you. He needs to hear from you throughout your day, daily, multiple times a day, morning, noon, and night, whatever your prayer time looks like, whatever that um, quiet time looks like with God. Just know that it's going to take prayer, not only trust, but prayer, really believe the words that you say, really stand in what you're saying to God. And once you're trusting, once you're praying, you have to walk into obedience. We can't say one thing and do another when you're truly saying, I want your will to be done. Because what I love about Jesus in the garden is that the divine course was set So I don't want us to feel that because we are struggling in a season that it is not the course that we have stepped out of alignment with God because there is some struggle. That's the humanity in us that is saying, God, not my will, but yours. So when you are looking in Matthew chapter 26, uh, starting at verse 36, where Jesus was in the garden, I love that he was very clear as to what he was feeling, he really expressed, you know, to Peter, James and John that his soul was being crushed with grief to the point of death. Like he was he was very uh heavy with this, you know, like think about if you knew up ahead a plan that God had prepared for you, it wasn't going to come without suffering. But the goodness of God's plan was so clear That you still wanted to walk into obedience and give God your yes, knowing what was to come. I can only imagine how heavy I would feel leading up to that moment and still giving God my yes. Let me tell you something. That alone is a struggle. But let me tell you where Jesus strength came in. His strength to obey came from his relationship with God. The father is the source of our strength. So when we are struggling with those decisions, when we are struggling with giving God our yes, we've come to him time and time again in prayer and there's still struggle. Know that God is the source to our strength. For where we are weak, he is strong. I love that God saw the divine course before mankind, before the human body, because only God knew that it was in Jesus' suffering. That we will be able to relate and have relationship with God. Jesus didn't just walk among the earth and perform miracles, signs and wonders without grief, without struggle, without suffering, without pain points, without getting uh, flustered and frustrated and just he felt everything. He had emotions. And I love that God was able to create some type of relation. Disguised in spirit, because without that, you can't say that you know Jesus can't relate, because he very well can. Although he was spirit, although he was perfect and did no wrong, he, he had not sinned not one time, and still he experienced some of the very things that we walk through today. The goodness of God's love. Had to show us that you can be relentless and repentful in the same breath, in the same body because of his love for us. You know, one of the greatest gifts that God could have given you was the choice to love, the choice to accept Jesus as Christ and as our Savior, as Lord of Lords. The choice to really pick up your cross daily and know that where you're going is good, knowing that it won't come without suffering, knowing that when struggles arise, that God is our strength. So when you think about cultivating your ground, I love that Jesus was in the garden during this agonizing time, during this uh struggle of a uh, experience that he felt in his human body. As we're cultivating that ground and we're planting those seeds of promise, you have to know that sometimes you're going to say this sucks, but God, I trust you. God, this isn't looking good, but I am thankful that your thoughts are not my thoughts and your ways are higher than my ways. And what I see is only a a pea-sized snippet of what this could actually be. So I'm not gonna be fearful of the waves and of the wind. I'm not going to look to the left or the right in the midst of what you're doing. I'm going to keep my eyes fixed upon you. I'm going to keep my face to the floor in praise, and I'm going to open my mouth in worship, and I'm going to know that it's good. I'm going to believe that in my heart of hearts, that it is well with my soul. The ground of relentless and repentance is something that we have to really trust God for. We have to go into that ground praying and out of obedience, really giving God our will and our yes. Because going back in prayer and talking to God and asking God for that reassurance and for that affirmation, sometimes I feel like it's because we feel that we are second guessing the plan or we are doubtful of the plan. Sometimes you just have to go to God to know that God, not my will, but your will. And if it takes me going back and really getting in a place of solitude, really shutting people out, really shutting down what's going on around me so that your will can be done, that there's no distractions, then let it be. Let it be. So I just want to encourage you this week to definitely check out Matthew 26 verses 36. I was um, in the passage where Jesus was um, being agonized in the garden and if you aren't sure what agonized means know that it says it's to undergo great mental anguish through worrying about something anguish is severe mental or physical pain of suffering so when you talk about mental health and you talk about worrying about something because Jesus had The capacity of a human body, he too could, he too felt the strongholds of what mental awareness could look like, you know? And so I want, definitely, I want to highlight, um, the, the worrying and the mental, um, exhaustion that he had, um, knowing what was to come. And so for a lot of us, we beat ourselves up in worrying and just out of overthinking and out of fear about the future. I want you to know that Jesus, he kept going back to the father because when you don't have it, when you don't know where your help is going to come from, sometimes you just have to get on your face, get in prayer and just really allow God to reassure and reaffirm your will. Because if you're going to give God your yes, your yes is all that will stand. And you really have to trust God in that. You really have to be obedient in his plans, whether it feel good to you or not, whether it look good to you or not. You just have to stand in that and be firm in your yes to God. So I'm so excited. Before I go, I definitely want to again, elaborate that your ground could very much look like Repentance and relentless they are They are two in the same ground. They are two intertwined with one another because you are human and you are spirit. So, when your spirit tank is low, you're going to be more repentful um, in your decision making. And when your spirit tank is overflowing and your cup is just so full, then you're going to be tenacious in your walk with God, okay? Just know that the two don't come without sharing the same ground, okay? So, until next time, girlfriend, holla!